4: Y'all know what time it y'all is. Y'all don't know y'all better you ask all right. on, Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit looking on. like the trapper dog, giving a kiss dress like the no million bucks,
5: but <laughs> things in his cuffs. Y'all tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. listening to me, mm-hmm. put your hands together for Steve Harvey, put your hands together <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: do your thing, big daddy.
6: Uh-huh, I sure will. Well, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey, got a radio show. Whew, man, if, 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 if I had time enough to tell the whole trip, the whole journey, then y'all would be sitting up in there going, okay, Steve, are we going to play the show this week? But man, it's been a, a, a lot of amazing things has has uh, happened to me over the years, um, and and not all of them good. It's been some amazingly bad things that have happened too. But I just come on in the morning as a reminder to everybody of 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 the actual goodness of God. That you know, man, that these mistakes that you're making, that these setbacks that you keep having that these falls that keep occurring in your life, that they all are leading you somewhere if you just don't ever give up. That's the key. You can never, ever give up because you don't know how the trip has been laid out for you. You know, if somebody had a told me years ago when I had the dream of being on TV and then I thought about being a, one of um, one of the best comedians I could be, you know. When when I when I started, if somebody had told me everything that was gonna have to happen in order for me to get there, I would have changed it. I would have. I would have said, okay, well, I ain't gonna be that. How about this? See, and and no one can know all of the events of their life ahead of time. You know, it'd be so nice, wouldn't it? You know, to prepare for it see it coming, be aware of the haters, always knowing when the backstabbing moment is coming in your life, always knowing when you're going to get blindsided by the enemy. It would be really great to know that, wouldn't it? Well, that's not how it works. So since no one knows exactly the challenges and the pitfalls and the detours that's going to beset them, It's 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 imperative that you just don't give up because, see, knowing these things. We as human beings by nature would choose another route, but it ain't the route God got for you, though. See, the route God got for you, if you if you trying to do the right thing, if you doing the best you can, if you ain't out here just intentionally just messing over, folks, if you using faith, And that's the belief in things that you cannot see. If you have something on the inside of you to keep saying there's got to be more to life than that, then that's that's you. You, my friend, have a great chance here. And if you've ever had that feeling and gave up on it, just get it back. Just ask for it back. Just say, hey, man, I'm getting back to the way I used to be because there's a change that's available in your life. But you got to take it. You got to take a shot at it, folks. There's a chance for you to get it right, but you got to take a shot at it, folks. There's a chance for you to turn this whole thing around with God's help, but you got to take a shot at it. You. See, this decision is yours. The decision to lay down and give up, that's yours. It ain't just got too hard for me, life too much. Man, life hard and too much for everybody. What I got to get you to see my father used to always tell me, he said, son, best lessons in life, the one you'll value and learn the most is a bought lesson. I didn't quite understand that being young, but I sure got it now. Ain't no lesson like a bought lesson, the one you pay for. Those are the ones that hold to you, that stick to you, that, that, that start turning you into who you're going to be. Those are the character builders. See, uh, you got to be forged, to get to where you want to go in life. So that's what the challenges and missteps is for. That's what the failing is about. Now I know you don't like it. I didn't. I know you're not comfortable with it. I wouldn't. I know you wish it was over sooner than later. I always do. I always want it to be over sooner than later. Because the later, man, it just seems like it's so much I got to go through. But let me tell you something, man. If you can if you can forge your way through it and understand that you are forged in life. I don't know. I was on TBN one time and I was doing one of my motivational uh, speeches and I began to wonder about this experience I had at Ford Motor Company. And um, my last job after the auto industry started going down, my last job was in the foundry. And my job was to stand at the end almost where the uh, engines first come out of the furnace. See, the engines are poured into a mold. It's hot, melted down metal, whatever they call it, lava, whatever. They pour it into a mold, and it goes into this furnace that's extremely hot. And my job was, after the heat was applied to the engine block, it would come through, and it, it would go through a hardening stage. But the way it was hardening, they would cool it suddenly, they would flush it with water. It would just blast water on it. But the fire and the high temperature is what made the engine block solidify. It's Because it's got to get real hot, get melted down first. Then it's got to get poured into a mold. Then it's got to be pressure hit with water and all of this. And, then it, and it's real hot now. It's still hot, even though there's water been shot up. But when it comes out the end of the side, there's a lot of flashing in it. The flashing is metal from that to drip through the cast uh, molding on it, just like flecks of extra pieces of metal. My job was to hit this engine block in the front with this huge, heavy rubber mallet, knock all the flashing off the front, and when it came around back, to bam, hit it real hard again on the backside and that became the core of what the car is a car without a great engine is nothing it's just a pretty looking vehicle over there but if it can't do what it was made to do because the engine block then cracked so you can have a car look real good but if it freezes an engine block crack you your car you could it's it's over man you got to get a new block the block is the core but in order for you For the car to do what it's got to do, it's got to have a strong engine in it. In order for the engine to be strong, it's got to be forged in steel, come through fire, get poured in a mold, cooled off, heated, knocked around, beat on the front end, beat on the back end, in order for it to be what it's going to be. The moral of the story, folks, is you got to get forged in fire to be what you're going to be. You got to get beat up. You got to get pressure washed. You got to have heat on you. You got to get melted down. You got to get poured into a mold. That's how you become who you are. So the tough things that you're going through, the difficult challenges and the setbacks. I know a brother who went to prison, man. And and the whole reason he ended up going to prison, because he was looking out the window, looking out in the yard at him working out. And then the next thing you know, man, this brother decided that he was going to go out there and work out. Well, guess what? He's one of the top trainers in country today.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR, NPR.
6: all other participants, I have found this to be particularly enlightening and helpful to me to start my day with this particular show. There are others, but none can compare to what you're about to hear. I would like to thank you for joining us, as you always do. Some of you, most of you, nearly all of you have made this a habit. They say anytime you do something for 21 days, it becomes habit for me. Waking up is one of my favorite habits. I love it. I hope to continue. I hope he continues to give me the happiest moment of my life waking up. And ain't no better way to do it than with the dog gone. Steve Harvey, Marty's show. Make no mistake about it, players. Players and playerettes, let's get it. Shirley Strawberry.
7: Hey, good morning, Steve.
6: Carla
8: Pharrell. Good morning, Steve and crew. What's happening?
6: His name is Keir Spates. We call him Junior. I refer to him as the future king.
1: Good morning, Unc. morning, everybody. Appreciate it, man.
6: The undisputed. King of pranks, nephew Tommy.
4: Top, top. Let's get it, baby. Hump day. Yeah. And in French, moi.
8: <laughs> Boo. <laughs> yeah. Bring yourself out. <laughs> yeah. What you do? Wow. yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're feeling really good today, Mr. Harvey. You know what?
6: It's gratitude day. Mm. I mean, well, okay. yesterday was gratitude. Yesterday yes. was gratitude. Awesome. Still feeling grateful, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, I okay, just okay. I just kept at it. Yeah. And so I, woo, all I needed to know was they had a day.
8: Blow well, your lips again, do that again. <laughs> woo! <laughs>
6: Them puppies is humming. Well, you know, for those of y'all that ain't blessed, that ain't my fault. Sorry. Sorry you you can't cool your soup quicker. You know, your Your hot chocolate burns your lips. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry sorry you can't whistle. You know, sorry. You know, a lot of things you can't do. You know, your kisses hurt. You know, ain't none of that my fault. You know what I'm saying? You you ain't hey, you didn't get it. I thought it was a problem as a young boy. I really did mm-hmm. because they teased me about it. But then as I grew into it, I discovered that with multi purposes.
5: Mm-hmm. That's a good mm. thing. Okay. Mm-hmm.
6: And so did she. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feel me?
8: <laughs> <Not> right now. <laughs> right. Well, happy first day of fall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is it? Summer's That's over. Oh, yeah. man. Summer's over. Summer's Good. in the rearview mirror now. Nice oh, wow. summer. Wow. Yeah. Have you changed your closet out, Steve, already?
6: This week.
8: You don't have <laughs> Yeah. Boy,
6: looking look forward to it.
8: <laughs> All right. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening love to me, the Steve Harvey me. Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO. That is the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey. Here we go. This one is from Mika in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Mika writes, I'm a 47-year-old single woman, and I'm in a relationship with a 45-year-old married woman. My girlfriend is a national director of a nonprofit organization or agency, So that's why she wants to keep me a secret. Her husband knows we've been best friends 10 years, so he never questions our sleepovers or vacations together. She tells me they're not intimate anymore, but I think she's lying. I want to know the truth. What if I told her husband that I'm in love with her? Do you think he'll be forthcoming with information? see.
6: What? (sighs) Okay, let me say this to you. (laughs) Y'all been friends for 10 years. 10 years, yeah. She gonna keep you a secret because she probably ain't ready to come out. Mm -hmm. Right. The second thing is, this, I I don't know if this rule's apply to women, but let me tell you the rule of manhood. Men very rarely do promotions. (laughs) You don't get to go from number two to number one. I, I, I very rarely see that, not for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. No and if you go in me. there and you tell this woman's husband that you are in love with her, and your girl, she done told you not to do that, mm-hmm. and you go in there and do it and cause their relationship to break up, yours is right after that. Mm-hmm. That's normally the way it works. yeah now, I don't know the woman code or the woman rule on this one at all I really mm-hmm. don't and I'm not gonna act like I do. but I'm giving you the male rule. and if I were you, I would think about that. I think so I can't imagine how <laughs> I can't it's not see how it's
4: I your
5: business. but
6: but women may find out differently. but then you know, Tommy, women say, if you if my girlfriend knows that my man is cheating on me, I would want her to tell me. A lot of women say that. Some so them, now, yeah. if yeah. this
1: That's different though. Mm-hmm. I,
6: I would hope so.
8: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would hope so.
6: Especially mm-hmm. yeah. when you the one cheating. Right. Yeah, I exactly. didn't say go tell my husband I was cheating. Yeah, I said so come tell me different. if my husband was cheating.
5: And yeah. 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 So you
6: have bought your janky tail in here with this his story. Yeah. Like it's finna be, you know, uh, 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 popsicles and ice cream. Just
8: a selfish mess. All this moving on. All right, on. Yeah. Yeah. All All right, right. Ivy in the Bronx says, My 57-year-old aunt asked to stay with me for a short period of time, and I agreed to let her stay for a month. She's in the basement and I have a kitchenette down there. Instead of her buying groceries and toiletries for herself and her mini kitchen, I come home to find out that she's using my meat, my toilet paper, all of my alcohol and entertaining her friends upstairs in my den area while I'm at work. I want her out of my house because I don't like confronting people. Would I be wrong to tell my aunt to get out?
6: Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Today. You know yeah. Today. Put her ass out today. Yeah. Go. You in, Wait a minute. Hold up. You messing with three key things. <laughs> What's that? You up in here eating meat. You know, uh-huh. good to hell. Where you ain't bought that meat? I got this steak on my mind when I come in from work, and it's gone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Secondly, you yeah. in here drinking the liquor. <laughs> you know, good to hell. Where are you wrong for that? But the most important one. Which one? I come in the house and ain't no damn toilet tissue. (laughs) You gotta get your ass out. You ain't lying. I'm opening up base (laughs) cabinets and everything, and I can't see none. Now all I got is this guest tile hanging in front of me. You finna get up out of here, ain't Agnes. I can tell you that right now. Diane Agnes. And, and never let a 57-year-old aunt stay with you no damn way. <laughs> no. They got too many old-ass habits. Now, you come home, a bunch of old-ass people sitting up in your living room, watching TV, drinking your liquor, eating your meat. And they're just going through toilet tissue.
8: (laughs) Just using the back. We learned a valuable lesson with that one. Got the heat on. I took an extra roll
6: since you had so many in there.
8: What's Uh -uh. that, Steve?
6: (laughs) I took an extra roll since you had so many in there. Uh -uh. That's the visitor talking. Now, each one of them got a roll in their
8: purse. (laughs)
1: They just took the toilet paper. Mm -hmm. They They left the house. Wow.
8: Yeah, she's got to go. Bye, Aunt Agnes. All right. Moving on, (laughs) Stacy in West Memphis says, I've been married for 10 years, and I think my husband likes our neighbor. I'm on to him, and he's been commenting on how nice her yard looks. He notices when she has company overnight, and he's commented on her little cute puppy. He's never liked dogs at all and never allowed me to have one in the house. I cursed him out recently for pulling (laughs) her trash can from the curb to her carport. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Oh, yes. He said he did it because it was raining. Is he just being neighborly, or does he want her?
6: <laughs> nah. Come on, well, C-L-O. Well, I ain't. You know,
5: <laughs> the truth. Uh-huh. The
6: compliment of how nice her yard look
5: <laughs>
6: is an uh what they call analogy, a uh,
8: like a metaphor, like a
6: a metaphor. Uh, her yard that he's referring to uh-huh. is probably her backyard.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Body. B- uh-huh. Uh-huh.
6: I'm just saying, she sure wow. got a nice yard. Lord what
5: about
4: the me. puppy though? Yeah. all the cute And I puppy. don't
6: even like <laughs> dogs. Look at that little <laughs> cute puppy over there. Them cute puppy is referred to the hood lights. Headlights.
5: Those the are rack. called oh, puppies. Oh. Yeah, the rack. So
6: now he talking about, look at them cute puppies. Wow. And I show sure like her backyard. <laughs> and now I'm going to go outside and get her trash can because oh. it's raining outside.
5: Oh. <laughs> it's a trash can. <laughs> and
6: that means I sure want to come inside your house and I don't give a damn how <laughs> it looks. <laughs>
8: So he wants her. <laughs> damn. I don't know if he her,
6: but he damn sure sound like it. All
8: right. <laughs> Thank you, CLO, for clearing things up for us. Coming up next, The Nephew and Run That Prank back right after this.
7: You're listening to The Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, fans and celebrities are still mourning the death of Anthony A.J. Johnson and are posting comedy tributes to him on social media. We'll talk about that. Plus in other entertainment news, Steve, your beautiful daughter, Lori, Lori Harvey was on the season premiere of The Real. She talked about her skin line, her brand new skin line, and she opened up about her relationship with a sexy actor Michael B. Jordan. We'll talk about all it's of these stories. It's just Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> at the top of the hour. We can say sexy. <laughs> You ask a lot of women, and they'll say <laughs> they'll tell you differently, okay? They'll say what I said. Right now, the nephew is here. We'll sexy run that prank back.
4: Let's fix that. We could do that again. Sexy nephew. If you're going to do oh. Michael B., let me have mine. Ain't too. nobody thought you,
8: that. You, wait. Ho- hold up. You're not comparing yourself. Yeah, yeah, he I just moved. I call know. Call yeah,
4: dude.
5: What's is the hollering yeah. for?
4: Yeah. What is the <laughs> fuck? What is that? He on the cover of what?
5: People magazine. He was I'm crazy. on the
4: cover of my grits box. What is you saying? Nothing. Hey. I'm not saying just that. like Uncle Ben from
6: <laughs> all right. Ain't nobody calling his ass sexy. <laughs> Called it good. Four
4: three. 4-3 relationship.
10: Let's go, dog. 4-3
11: relationship.
10: Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach Maurice. Yeah,
11: this
10: him. Hey, Maurice. My name, my name is Devin, man. How you doing this evening, brother?
11: Oh, man, I'm kind of sleeping, man. i work working nice, bro. What's going on? Who, 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 who is this again?
10: This is Devin, man. I talked to your wife, Keisha, the other day. That's that's your wife, right?
11: Yeah, that's my wife.
10: Yeah, I, I talked to your wife. Is she in right now?
11: No, she's not in. She at work, bro. Okay, okay. I, I
10: apologize, man. I didn't mean to wake you up. You work at night or something?
11: Yeah, I'm a crane operator at night, bro. Normal people don't call me until 3 o'clock And either. What's this? What is it? A, what, a, what is a beer collector or something? No, 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 no. I talked
10: to your wife, man. She's interested in um this thing we got, man, called a 4-3 relationship. She told me she wanted me to call back and talk to her husband about it. And uh, she gave me the number to hit you up at the house, man, and let, let you know all about the 4-3 relationship because she's real interested in it. A 4-3 relationship.
11: Y- you say you talked to my wife about it?
10: Yeah, I talked to Keisha a couple of days ago. She gave me the number. She said, call him back. He'll be at home at this time. You can hit him up and see if he likes it. She said, But she definitely likes it, man. And she wanted to see if you would be interested in a 4-3 relationship, too. You know, we want to get your approval on it before we went any further. But uh, your wife was very excited about it, man. She was uh, wanting to get started as soon as possible. And I wanted to see about contacting you and making sure that you agreed and approved on everything. But she definitely wanted to get your blessing, get your approval on it.
11: Yeah. uh, I'll try to do anything to make her happy, dog, but I got to get some
10: more, some more information about this. So what is that again? A, a three-four, four-three? No, no, it's a 4-3. A 4-3 relationship is what it is. Okay, well, if it
11: make her happy, you know, I'm willing to
10: listen. Okay, well, listen, man, we're probably going to get started right away. Uh, probably Monday. We'll get started on Monday. Uh, you'll go through Monday through Thursday, and then uh, and then I'll pick up, you know, Friday through Sunday, man, and we'll go ahead and get this thing started, I think, after a month. You'll pretty much catch on to everything, you know?
11: This something gonna be shipped to the house or uh or pick you say pick up. What you mean pick up? She hasn't mentioned any of this to you? No, man, she ain't mentioned none of this to me.
10: Okay. All right. Well what this is, man, a four three relationship, uh, Maurice, is this. You know, you spend four days with Keisha and she comes over to my place and she spends the other three days with me. That's what a four or three relationship. So see, this kind of frees you up, man, on anything you might want to do on those other three days, man, where she might be tying you down, you know. So four of them days, you know, you with her, but the other three days, you kind of have some free time to yourself. But she'll be over at my place on the other three days. That's what a, that's what basically a four-three relationship is. Pardon me? So, say what now?
11: I say, pardon me, you say she'll spend four days with me, three days with you.
10: That's, that's it, sir. That's the 4-3 relationship right there, Maurice. You know, you're, you're really going to like this, man. Like I say, she was excited about it. Hold oh, up, Are you serious? Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious, man. Like I say, Keisha was excited oh, about hold
11: on, it. Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, man. I know wife ain't discuss you about relationship. spending four days with me, three days with me, man. So you talking about my wife, homeboy? Oh, no, I'm, yeah, no, I know she's no, no, like no, man. You hold up. What's your name again? My name's Devin. Devin, say, bro, I don't play games, <laughs> man. I don't know how got my number. What's, what's, I mean, Maurice, what's wrong? I mean, a lot of couples you, are doing what, What's wrong? That's my wife. Who you think you talking to? You ain't talking to no part Who you think you talking to?
10: Okay, well, listen, man, a,
11: a lot of couples are doing the 4-3, man. I like, don't give a what other couples is doing home, but my wife and me ain't interested in no 4-3 relationship. I can't be! I can't believe you woke my f- up for this, b- man. Are you serious? You calling me talking about all f- three relationship? And f- you know I told you I work at night. Why? I, I, f- didn't, f- I, didn't, I didn't
10: know night. you worked at night, man. Like I see when I came over last week,
11: man. Oh, you, you came over well last week. I know you ain't finished say what I thank you for the f- day. You better not say it. You better not say it. Go ahead. Go ahead, finish. Go ahead. Go ahead, player. You've been talking. Don't stop now. Go ahead. No, Maurice, hold up,
10: dog. This, this gets no,
11: too... no, hold up. You don't. The... I'm up, player. I'm up. Now, don't to okay. it. Go ahead. I dare no, you. No, all, all I'm saying is, I came by there you last came, week, man. You came by where? I came by your house. You come by my house. Okay, are you at 18, 4, trail? i been here for the last 10 years. Oh, so you mean you bought your house? Okay, no, because because oh, she dog, said dog, Okay, dog. she said I didn't, she was him, I didn't call Tisha right cuz this burst, man. First of all, you don't walk up. You going to tell me you didn't been in my house. Okay, player. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, no. If y'all are not interested in the 4-3, man, then I won't I won't be wasting them no, no more you of your don't time. You waste time. You really are. You waste time calling me with my little wife. Don't tell you about it. she want to 4-3, and she never told me nothing about shit. player. You got the wrong on and none my relationship. Okay, okay. So why would she tell me she interested in the four three? I man? wouldn't give a what she told you. I know I take care of my bedroom, all right. Four oh, three. I wish she would leave this three days. I wish she would. Anyway, I know you. How do you know? A I don't know you for man. I don't mind taking off work tonight to sell. What's going on in my house when my train at night working all? Night. Now I'ma ask you again. How the f- do you know us? Man, I, I know y'all
10: through Tommy, man.
11: Who is Tommy? Tommy who?
10: Tommy, man. Maurice, nephew Tommy. <laughs> this, this, this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, dog. Your wife Keisha got me to prank phone call with you.
11: <laughs> man, you, you talking about the Steve Harvey Show? <laughs> yeah, man. The nephew Tommy, the little ball head. <laughs> Next to Steve, man. I know y'all ain't with me man. I know y'all not with me today. Man, if Steve said next to you, tell him... No, oh no, why are you why Steve need to be over here? Because so he can slap that <laughs> out your ball. <laughs> head. You little ball head <laughs> but you ain't got nothing to do but people man. That's slow down and you know I got to go to Work to the scene hey, you me you got to go to
10: work. You work at night, man. All right, all right, Maurice. I'm gonna let you go back to sleep, man. But one more thing, dog. Tell me this, man. What is the <laughs> what's yeah, the man. baddest? And I mean, the baddest.
11: Hey, hey this is real cute to you, ain't it? You got jokes, huh? I wish I was there. I wish I was there. You,
5: <laughs>
10: you.
11: Hey, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land, man? The <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: <laughs> Woo. All right. Thank you, nephew. Thank <laughs> 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 uh, you, <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment
7: and national news. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
0: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money. Moneyline, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus Plus present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
12: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the General. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but...
4: Same old. Us. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh.
3: and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Defect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: That's right.
9: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
13: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver.
8: some sad news. Uh, Fans, comedians, and celebrities are mourning the death of comedian and actor Anthony A.J. Johnson. Um, A.J. Johnson has passed away. He was 55 years old. Um, He was best known as Ezell in the movie Friday. He also starred, yep, in Lethal Weapon 3, House Party, Moesha, and the Jamie Foxx show. Funny, funny, funny guy. uh, Tributes from some of his funniest com- comedy moments are being posted on social media and our deepest, deepest sympathy going out to the Johnson family. He's been on the, when we were in L.A., just in L.A., Steve, you remember he was on our show quite a bit. Um, just a, a funny guy, nice guy. I knew AJ
5: mm-hmm. well. Yeah, we all yeah. did, yeah.
6: Of course, I knew him, but I didn't know him well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But um, the thing about the brother was, every single time, he was the exact same. Mm-hmm. I mean, he always had the same spirit, man.
5: Yeah,
6: The same That's spirit. And, you know, I, I have no stories or anything, because I, I didn't know him like that. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, the times he came on the show and we met, mm-hmm. it was always the same. Yeah. What up, Steve? Steve? Going <laughs> on with your king, you know, same yeah. thing, man. Just a nice guy. So my heartfelt condolences goes out to the family.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: I don't, I don't even know. Did anybody, did anybody hear how he passed? Why he passed?
4: Right. No, I didn't
1: right. hear
4: nothing. I haven't heard no, anything. I,
1: heard anything, man. I
4: was, uh, I was on the road with AJ. We did a stage play together. AJ was, oh, wow, his timing, man, was just mm-hmm. impeccable. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about getting out there. You know, when you're doing a play, you're looking for people to say the same lines every night. You know, do Mm -hmm. the play. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. AJ going to hit you with something. It's a curveball coming at you. And you got to work with it. You got to work with whatever he throw at you. Uh You got to work with it. Yes,
8: right. Oh, man. Wow. That's awesome. He will be missed for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm
7: -hmm. He will be. A legend iconic yeah mm-hmm.
1: man I'm just good working with him at Martin Lawrence first amendment backstage man I walked in to go do the show backstage and he was mm-hmm. I had curly hair at the time you mm-hmm. know and it was real big and then I walked in he said I'll be down one of elder barges illegitimate children look at this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Quick now, nah. dog. That was Quick. first thing he said, man. Just everybody, Bruce back there, man. It was just, it's, it's just comedians get together. Just he just was just loud like that, man. And funny all the time, man.
5: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny,
1: Junior. <laughs> Martin Lawrence was standing I, right there laughing too. <laughs> I
4: watched him. I watched him destroy the Peppermint Lounge in New Jersey. I mean, just erupt the whole room. I've never mm-hmm. seen nothing funny like. Funny man, man, huh? Oh my god. Yeah.
7: yeah.
8: Yeah, he will definitely be missed. Yeah. We're going to switch gears here and uh, lighten things up a bit. Um, we have some other trending news to talk about. Um, hey, Steve, your daughter Lori was a special guest on the season premiere of The Real yesterday. Um, Lori Harvey. Uh-oh. Yeah, Lori, of course, is a model. Uh, she's an influencer, and she talked to the ladies of The Real about her new skin line SKN by Lori Harvey. And uh, Lori is also talking about her love relationship with Michael B. Jordan. Take a listen to this, please.
14: You balance each other, and I really do believe in this statement, you know, when they say, when you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that really applies to our situation. And, you know, we just have a really good time together. He's so sweet, Aww. very attentive, you know. He listens to me, you know, the things that I say um, that I want, and he like really makes an effort. So I think that's really, I just really love the
1: relationship. Him. What Thank was you. what's the sexiest thing or the sweetest thing he's done for
14: you? Oh my goodness. You <laughs> <don't> <laughs> so many things. I you know, <laughs> I Honestly, like, he, you know, he's really good at all the big things and, you know, mm-hmm. Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, birthdays, all that. But, like, it's the little things, yeah. the everyday things that yeah. I think really is what makes him special. Like, he just listens to me when I talk. Like, even, you know, the other day, I had just been saying I really wanted to go to a farmer's market. And so he, like, called me one morning, like, Sunday morning. He was like, what are you doing? Get just up Come pick you up. And he, oh. like, took me an hour away to this, like, really cute farmer's market. We had the best day. So it's things like that.
8: Oh, wow, sorry, oh, Lori start. Harvey. Okay. <laughs> love her. Listen to that love in her voice, yeah.
1: How you feeling there, Dan? Mm-hmm. What's going well, on? Well, I had to Stayed watch it
6: because, you. you know, if I, if I didn't... <laughs> uh,
4: you would never hit the end of it? I
6: didn't have no damn choice. I had to watch uh, the feed from L.A. I had to watch the actual show appearance, and I had to watch it online. <laughs> 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 and it was her first uh, television appearance, so... Uh-huh. You know, Marjorie crying and
8: everything.
6: So she called me and uh, asked me to critique it. And mm-hmm. I just told her she was outstanding. She was very poised. Mm-hmm. I told her what she wore was perfect. I said yeah, was she was cool. energy. Mm-hmm. You uh-huh. showed your personality. You know, you didn't get flustered by anything. And so. Mm-hmm. It, it was good. It was good for her, you know. I get asked all the time about the relationship. I mean, you know, I, I approve the relationship because he's a good guy. But I'm also watchful, you know. <laughs> there you yeah. go. You know? But that's,
8: yeah, that's what you dad. should do that's as a dad. daddy. Yeah. Know. That's the yeah,
6: but you know, but you know, mm-hmm. but I'm so, gonna I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get him on say. the hate game. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get him on the hate game if I got to. I'll go up behind his ass. I'll get him.
8: Yeah. Seriously? I, yeah, I take him down to if, to. if I got to. I don't.
6: I don't even want to, cause the dude wanna is like. You want to fight
8: Michael B. Jordan? No,
6: I don't. I don't. I don't, because he's a good guy. He's he's doing really well, you know. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I mean, man, like the dude is just like, I mean, and plus I know his parents. I met his father. I know his dad. Uh-huh. We got we got some mutual things going on in Africa. It's just a great family, but you know, I I, I got staying. I'm, I I'm pulling for him. Just let me say that. I'm rooting for them. them. Yeah. Oh, hell, yeah. hell <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, she sounds very happy.
8: Very, she very does. happy. She's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. her. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Major League Baseball
8: does divorce shout-outs now? I didn't know this. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? A group of friends at a San Francisco Giants-San Diego Padres game surprised their newly single friend with a message across the Jumbotron scoreboard at Oracle Park saying, Happy Divorce, Max. Back in the game. <laughs> the scoreboard <laughs> lit up in bright orange le- letters. Uh, the whole stadium went off cheering as they reacted to the sign. The soon to be new bachelor, Max, said the funniest part about the divorce sign on the Jumbotron is that he got three or four proposals, and the whole what? thing went viral on SportsCenter ESPN. <laughs> 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 don't, don't go back in there immediately now, please. <laughs> So Max is That's now fine. one of the most eligible bachelors in Cali. <laughs> Crazy, That's right? Cool. I don't know if you would advise putting it on the jumbotron at a sport sporting event, but do you have any advice for newly divorced people?
6: They could have put mine and in, in behind the airplane and and written it in the sky if they sky wanted writing. to. <laughs> they could have put mine in a full page ad on USA Today if they wanted to. <laughs> I wish I was at a game and mine had been announced. Lord Jesus.
5: What would you have done, Steve? <laughs> just
6: stood there and just openly wept. <laughs> <laughs> just
5: sitting there with you my crazy. head back. Just <sighs>
4: Thank you. Look at him. <laughs> Is
7: that Steve? Is he crying? crying Thank y'all. There's no crying (laughs) in baseball. Thank you, Jesus.
6: Thank you, Jesus, for all your blessings. Coming to get me, Lord. Let's get me from the pit of hell I've been in all this time. And I just want to. I appreciate your mercy, Lord, if he didn't (laughs) have to do it, but you did. And I just want to say I love you, Lord. I I
7: don't
6: know where I'll go from here, but as long as I ain't still there, I don't even care no more. (laughs) Uh,
7: The question was
8: advice for newly divorced people. (laughs) That's what the question was.
6: Oh, what was the question? Excuse (laughs) me.
8: He made it about (laughs) you. The question was, do you have any advice for newly divorced people?
6: Well, (laughs) here's the analogy I created about divorce. When you first get divorced, it's like you've escaped from prison and you've climbed over a four hundred foot wall. And when you first get divorced, you don't really know because you've been institutionalized for quite some time. So when I first got divorced and got over the wall, it was like I had fell off the top of the wall. And I was laying on there. I kept waiting on the dogs to come out and get me. We got the escape convict time to come get me. And then I got up oh. and dust myself up and started walking. Then after a while, I started trotting. Then I was just wide open running from the damn thing, <laughs> free.
5: Freedom! <laughs>
8: Coming up, uh, we'll talk more to you, Steve, about your new season of your show, Steve on Watch on Facebook, right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: All right, well, Steve, congratulations again. It is premiere week with Steve on Watch on Facebook. That is your Facebook show, of course. So, we need you to tell us about the new season. We hear you're going to have a few surprises. Of course, you always do. More heart. Don't worry about that.
6: Listen to me. The new season is up.
8: (laughs) What you got?
6: (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell y'all something. They sent this to me yesterday. Uh Uh You have got. Mm -hmm. If you want to holler, I'm talking about at your desk today, Uh on your way in and sitting at the house, you got to see it, though. Mm-hmm. So wait till you get it work. Don't do it on your phone while you're driving. Go to Facebook and go to Steve on Watch. Go to Facebook and go to Steve on Watch. Mm-hmm. Make sure you watch the clip while I'm talking to the girl who t- who told me she was pregnant yeah. mm-hmm. by her next door neighbor who is 57. Who is separated from his wife,
1: mm-hmm.
6: but living with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. who is his cousin.
1: Wow. Oh, no. Okay.
6: Well let me tell you oh, something. No. But let me uh-huh. tell you something. If you'd have seen your boy unpacking this one right here, I'm telling you right now. Classic. This is one of the top... Uh-huh. Now, I've done some hasties hey before, but this is one of the. This enters into the realm of strawberry letterish.
4: Mm, yeah. Sound like
5: it. Yeah. like
6: it. It And boy, let me tell you something. Like it, Yo boy was clowning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't dog her out or nothing, because eventually, oh. you know, I was looking at her like, man, she done got herself in a bad position. But learning the story, the way I had her unpack it, and I'm talking about, this woman was telling this story, just leaving stuff off and then adding it. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: so you was trying to get to
8: the bottom of it. Uh, you wanted to know what was going on. You don't even girlfriend. understand
6: how much she started saying.
8: So she's pregnant by an older man who's separated from his wife, but living with his girlfriend, who is also his cousin. Bam. That's so crazy. Whoa.
5: <laughs> Bam. That's crazy. Wait.
6: Steve on watch opens the gate with a hummer.
8: Well, we can't wait to see it. Man, Jeez. I'm
6: telling y'all, and I never really promote, you know, much. No,
8: you haven't.
6: Yeah. But I'm telling you, this show right here on Facebook, mm-hmm. go, you're going to watch this over and over and over and over. It's going to be your favorite. I, I'm bad. telling you, I'm telling you now, you're going to be hollering.
8: Okay. Well, what okay. else do you have in store? I know nothing can stop that, but. <laughs>
6: Oh. I don't know. You just want
8: us to <laughs>
7: just watch that. I get didn't back say to it you.
6: enough. Just go and watch yeah. it. It's some it's some heartfelt moments on there. Some great stories, man. Uh-huh. I got I had gotten a story that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karamu Usman, who is the uh, a UFC fighter who won a championship in the uh, lighter weight division. Mm-hmm. He. Had all it, and I wanted this story so bad because his father was put in prison illegally. Oh, wow. And they wanted him to do a plea deal for just three years. He said no, because he didn't do nothing. He ended up getting sentenced to prison for 16 years. His son was a UFC fighter. I knew his father in Arlington, Texas. Because JT, my barber, owned a barbershop called Authentic Barbershop, and they were Nigerian, and they had a shop in the, in the little plaza that JT's barbershop was in. I knew his father, the dude that got sent away. Oh, this is an incredible story, man. Oh, wow. So you got to see this story about how this dude never was able to see his son fight because he was in prison except when it was on Fox, and everybody in prison knew his son was a fighter, so everybody wanted to watch a fight, made the uh, dude's father celebrity in prison, and he never fought on a pay-per-view card with the UFC because he knew his father couldn't see it.
8: Wow. wow. Oh, this is a deep That's story, great. man. Wow. That's great. All right, wow. it's Steve on Watch on Watching. Facebook. You don't want to miss it. That's right. Coming up next, Nephew in the Building with today's Frank phone call right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, my boyfriend hates the word no. We'll get into that in just a little bit, because right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Is that (laughs) your husband? What? What?
4: Is that... Yo husband. Yeah. Cat dog yeah, if you what? <laughs> Hello.
10: Hello, I'm trying to reach Karen. This is Karen. Karen uh hey, listen. My name is Mark. Are you married to Jason? Yes. Okay. all right. I got the right person. Listen, I don't I don't even know how to say this to you. My my um my, like I say my name is Mark. I follow my wife today. Uh huh. And I, right now, I'm at a park, and I'm almost certain that my wife is right now. I'm I'm about two or three hundred yards away, but I, I'm almost certain my wife is holding hands uh, with your husband, Jason. So okay,
11: hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you see my husband at the park with with your wife, how long have you been following them?
10: I followed my wife this morning cuz I just was feeling like real weird about, you know, something going on. And I followed her and I'm at the park right now. And uh, you know, this I think this is I think she's with Jason. I think she's okay. with your husband. What type, what type of car
11: you do you see Jason in? A Lexus. What color is it? Um white. Okay, that's him. So he's supposed to say he went to work today. And this Sunday, and they had some overtime that he's supposed to be doing at work today, and he's at a <laughs> park with your wife. Exactly. Are
10: you close yeah. to them? I'm not close to him. I, I, you know, I tried to stay back. Oh wait, 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 wait.
11: Hold up.
10: She just kissed him. She just kissed who? She just. My wife just kissed your husband.
11: What you say? Your, your, your wife. Your wife's name is again?
10: My wife' name is Veronica. Veronica. Okay. okay. Uh, what park they at? Uh, they at Langley Park. I'm yeah, at Langley Park right now. I'm on i y I'm about two hundred yards away from them. And I'm looking at she just kissed him again. I cannot believe this man.
11: I know well. You're not telling me that your your wife is kissing my fing husband. Uh, well, how did you get my number? That's all up. Back this up. How did you get my number and who are you? Like I
10: say, my name is Mark. Uh a buddy of mine named Fitz Fitzgerald, Fitz knows he knows Jason. I don't know and, no
11: Fitzgerald.
10: Uh, I don't wanna know how you get my number. Fitz gave me your. Fitz. Fitz told me he knew Jason and some kind of way got me your phone number. I don't even know who he got your number from. All I know is your husband is kissing my wife right now. That's what I know.
11: Okay, you just sitting there watching. Give me the number. We can change this right now. You sitting there watching on some Spectre Gazette. I'll go and bust all this up. Cause I don't play that. Cause he said he had to work this morning. Some little overtime. He don't have time. To. Who does that in the park with some body? It's too cold to be in a park anyway. You can't see no ducks. Give me, give me the address okay. of this Langley Park. Okay, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. They getting a blanket out the car. Now, who does that? I know well. He ain't no romantic type of guy. He never take me to go to
10: the park, but they getting a blanket out the car and going deeper into the park. I cannot believe this. They getting the blanket. Well, I know she... I know she. No, I'm looking at. Give you know, me the address. You, you got wine and wine glasses. Excuse me, excuse me.
11: Mark, 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 give me the address of the car. Oh. You want some white boy stop I'm trying to go. I'll bust that up. I don't have time for that calling me. I'll start it and watching your wife. I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to hand him his hat. Okay, let's stop this right now. Take your over there to the park and give him the phone. I don't have time for this. You sitting up there watching your wife with my. You calling me. What kind of you? Are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm... T- say what? you supposed to be up there get on that Because if I was there, I'd be the slap that And I've been handing him his cap. Go hand him the phone. Take up there and hand him the phone.
10: What the hell are you having you calling I'm me trying, for? I'm
11: trying to see what else they going to do. That's what you I'm trying to see do. You done seen enough. All that f*** over that over there doing. Pulling out a guy. What you want? Wait to see him Take your over there. Hand him the phone. i know. no Jason. Ain't in no park with no I'm Got my at home. I am on our, our third child pregnant with a baby, but I don't give. I go up there and whoop his while I'm pregnant. I know well. Jason ain't in no park or no. Go hand him the phone. You the no, head ass. Hold, let me let me
10: hold on, Let me step out the truck. Hold on. They drinking wine right now. I, I, I don't
11: give a about that. Go hand him the phone. Walk over and hand him the phone. I don't okay, know okay. what you do with yours. I don't play about mine.
10: Oh man, they just
11: Mark, Mark, Mark! I don't know who you are, but go hand him the phone. <laughs> go hand him the phone. <laughs> you sitting up there watching with your weak? Who in the are you anyway?
10: Um, uh, uh, th- that's my wife. He with,
11: he with my wife. You must be old, because if you was one of them big old yoked up black, <laughs> one of got on this. Who does that? You sitting up there watching them at the park? I'm telling you, now I'm whooping that when I see you. I'm whooping your wife. Then I'm whooping Jason. And I'm to slap your calling me with this. You sitting up there calling me, got my blood pressure scarred out while you sitting up there watching my husband's your life. you supposed to be all on top of that. Okay. Yeah, well, I see, you got that coming too. But I'm I'm, I'm going to find this Langley Paul right now. I'm going to get off the phone because I'll be up there. I'm going to show you how. Okay, okay, to hold be on,
10: going. hold on, hold on. Somebody want to talk to you. Give him the phone. Hi. Hello. Hello, who is this? This is Tommy. Tommy, who? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband Jason got me to prank phone call you.
11: Some <laughs> you almost made me have my baby up in this house this morning, <laughs> and I got two more though. Yo, Jason got me to pray for all God. <laughs> he know better than that. <laughs> I'm whooping his anyway when he
10: come on. Uh,
11: oh
10: yeah. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> told me, say, look, man, my wife is a no nonsense. She ain't. She don't take no drama. None of that. <laughs> he told that don't me. make no sense because
11: I was like, my man <laughs> sit there and watch their wife at the park. What what man does that? This is crazy. But you tell him I got him. I got him. Mm-hmm. Hey, I
10: got to ask you this, baby. One more thing. What is the baddest radio show in the land?
11: The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get Jason with this. No, Tommy, I'm going to get you. I'll show you what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm just going to name the baby Tommy. Tell him that for a joke. Tell him you're going to name the baby Tommy. Yeah, tell tell, tell Jason
8: that I'm going to name the baby Tommy. <laughs> oh, I love man. her. I love Come her on so here so now. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> Come that on is why you now. are the king. You are the my king favorite, of
6: brains. <laughs> one <laughs> of my favorite parts of that whole thing was she said, what? I'm kicking her, <laughs> then I'm going to kick him. Then I'm blank slapping your ass. <laughs> what kind of weak ass blank is you? Sitting up in here watching your way. I know you ain't no big buffed up in. Yoke, <laughs>
1: <yoke's up. laughs> oh
5: I must
8: be light skinned. <laughs> <laughs> Hand him the phone. I'm on some expected get. Yeah. Uh,
4: no, he ain't no on no romantic still. He that ain't what he do no way. White boy stalker
8: stuff. Man. Yeah. <laughs> she said she's uh, you like me. Up there pregnant and all.
4: But she used the
1: word startled. I know you ain't calling me startled. <laughs> you startled?
8: Man.
5: <laughs>
1: uh, she was good. Oh, shit, I'm coming up Because you on that white boy stalker.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Oh.
5: oh my lord!
1: I'm oh I'm man!
5: That, oh, that was stupid at his best.
1: What the Langley hell is park. Langley Park at? I want to go to Langley <laughs> Park. I'm gonna beat up this phone. for am going this address <laughs> up. Uh, uh,
4: may the doors of stupidity open. The doors will be open this weekend, Friday and Saturday, West Palm Beach. Come on, if you're trying to get some of this stupid. On the 24th and 25th, two Friday, two Saturday at the Improv, stupid will be in session, all right? All, <laughs> all right. right. There might be one this weekend. <laughs> Won't you come? Why don't you come?
8: All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up next, strawberry letter subject, my boyfriend hates the word no. We'll get
7: into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know, it could be yours. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it
4: is, the Strawberry Letter.
8: Thank you, nephew. Subject, my boyfriend hates the word no. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a flight attendant and my schedule is very demanding because I do international flights. I'm in town a few days and I'm gone for a few days. My boyfriend hates that his goodies aren't there for him daily. He calls it goodies and you call it cookie. Anyway, I need him to realize that there's more to life than his goodies. He hates the word no, so when I am not in the mood, he pouts. It causes a lot, a whole shift in our relationship. He uses it as an excuse to second-guess my commitment to him so I may never get an engagement ring. We're both 29, and we've been together for a little over four years and just moved in together. I know I can do better, but I'm trying to hold on because I love this man from his head to his toes and I can't see myself growing old with anyone else. I'm very religious as well, and he's not. He'll go to church with me and he's even gone to Bible study when I'm in in town, Excuse me, but I shouldn't have to force him to go. A lot of small things I ask him to do, he gives me pushback on them. I've taught him all about etiquette, and now he's able to pick out nice restaurants for us. And when I tell you that we're compatible everywhere except the bedroom, I'm so serious. That brings me to why I really tell him no when he wants my goodies. His goody-goody isn't all of that, and I have to be in the mood to put on a show for him, if you know what I mean. I make up excuses a lot, and he's on to me. I consider an oral hookup just as valuable as giving the goodies up, but he doesn't think so. He wants everything, and he wants it often. He really hates when I tell him no, so how can I enhance the experience for myself so I can say yes more? Can bad sex get better over time? Well, uh, it could be a teachable moment sometimes, uh, but listen, you got to tell him what the problem is. You you have to tell him that, or you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life if you stay with this guy. Um, but I say before you do all that, you you really need to decide if this is what you what you want. I know you said you love him from his head to his toes and all of that. You've been with him for over four years. You haven't gotten marriage, no proposal, and now you guys are living together. You have to force him to go to church with you. Uh, You get pushback when you ask him to do little things for you. And he pouts when he can't get what he wants. Uh, That's not compatibility, as you say. That's selfishness, okay? I've read this entire letter, and I'm still trying to figure out What you are getting out of this, because he picks nice restaurants? Come on now. All I see is bad sex and bad attitude if you don't give him his way. And and what you do isn't good enough for him. Uh, You also said that you know you can do better. You said that in this letter. Well, Guess what? I think you can, too. So you know what they say. If you know better, do better. So I think you need to do better. Don't be stuck. On Stupid with this guy, Uh, it's time for you to start getting what you want. You're 29. You have plenty of time, you know, plenty of time to get a good relationship. You don't have to be stuck here. Steve?
6: Wow. My boyfriend hates the word no is the subject, but he won't give you a reason to say yes. Let the church say amen.
8: Amen, Steve. Amen
6: Amen. again. Again, we will approach this letter. My boyfriend hates the word no, in parentheses, but he won't give you a reason to say yes. Lord, 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 here we are. And you're an international flight attendant. That's going to come back into play. International flight attendant. Mm Mm-hmm. That means you have an interesting life. You're international. He local.
5: you in and out of town.
6: You're international flight attendant. International, he local.
7: Yeah, you
6: in and out of town. He right there all the time. All the time. You see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boyfriend hates that his goodies aren't there for him daily. He calls it goodies and you call it the cookie. Anyway, I need him to realize that there's more to life than his cookies. Well, that's gonna be a hard sell, see, because you got a problem. He hates the word no, and I'm and when I'm not in the mood, he pouts. Now, this pouting is gonna be a problem. Mm. I'm telling you that right now. Just sticking your lips out and pouting because you can't get your way. That's a serious <laughs> sign. And you say it causes a whole shift in our relationship. And I got news for you. And it always wills. He uses it as an excuse to second guess my commitment to him so I may never get an engagement ring. No, that's called guilt. He is using the most useless emotion to get what he wants. He's making you feel guilty because he's trying to manipulate you into what you want. And somebody told me one time that guilt is the most useless emotion that only serves the purpose of a person trying to apply it. It does you no good to feel guilty. You don't feel good about it. It doesn't motivate you, nothing. It's just guilt, and he's laying it on you in heaps and doses because he wants what he wants. Now, he got you thinking you ain't going to get no engagement ring. I got news for you. You might not need one. Uh-oh, truth will come out when we come back.
8: All right, hold on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after. My boyfriend hates the word no. Is the Strawberry Letter subject for today? We'll get back into it right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter, the subject my boyfriend hates the word no.
6: Yeah, your boyfriend hates the word no, but he ain't giving you a reason to say yes. That's the whole thing of this letter. You're a flight attendant. That means you're international. You do international flights. He local. You go on a lot, he always there. Your boyfriend hates that you're not there with the cookie all the time, so now when you do come home, he wants it. Now, you're trying to convince him that cookies and sex is not the most important things in life, that there's more to it, but it's going to be a hard sell because that's what he wants. And when he don't get it, he pouts, and it causes a shift in your relationship, and it always will. Now, here's the key to this letter. He used it as an excuse to second-guess my commitment to him so I may never get an engagement ring. So? And the reason I'm saying so is because of the information afterward. But he's applying guilt to you to make you feel guilty so he can manipulate you into getting what he wants. Now, y'all both 29, you've been together for a little over four years, and you just moved in together. All this is critical information. You just moved in together. I know I can do better. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I know I can do better. See, that's because you're international. You meet men all over the world, people on your flight hitting on you, talking to you, pilots want to get at you. You know, you out of town, everybody out the country want to get at you. You land locally at Hartsfield, they want to get at you. You land at LaGuardia, they want at you. You get the Florida Airport, they want to holler at you. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> you at
6: LAX, they up on you. And you dealing with the cookie monster back at the house, just sitting there, just want more cookie. Oh, don't go on there. But I'm trying to hold on because I love this man from his head to his toes, and I can't see myself growing old with anyone else. I'm confused. I'm really confused because you can do better, but you love him to his head toe, and you can't see yourself growing old with anybody else. But then right after this, you say, I'm very religious as well, and he's not. So let's talk about how religious you are. He'll go to church with me, and, and he's even going to Bible study while I'm in town. But I shouldn't have to force him to go. Well, you do if he's not religious. That's what you have to do. And then a lot of small things I ask him to do, he gives me pushback on them. And this is the man you can't live without. You can't see rest, spend the rest of your life. He don't go to church. Little stuff, he give you pushback. Now, you ready for this? I've taught him all the etiquette and how he's able to pick out nice restaurants for us. When I tell him that we're compatible everywhere except the bedroom, when I tell you that we're compatible everywhere except the bedroom, I'm so serious. See, you done told us y'all compatible everywhere but the bedroom, but you ain't brought it up to him because you don't want to hurt him. Hmm. He brings That brings me to why I really tell him no. When he wants my goodies, his goodie ain't that good at all. And I have to be in the mood to put on the show for him, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Now listen to this. I make up excuses a lot, and he's on to me. I consider an oral hookup just as valuable as giving the goodies up, but he does not think so. Okay, so let's get this together. You're very religious.
5: Mm -hmm.
6: You moved in with the man without being married. Mm -hmm. Y'all been living together you fake orgasms, you want to do half-sexual acts and consider it the whole sexual act. Okay, so let me get this right. Y'all, you real religious, but you live together. You fake orgasms. Uh, You want to do half acts and consider them whole acts, but he don't like that. And now... He can't produce no results in the bedroom. His goodies ain't good at all. So that's what, and now you real religious. Thank you for making note that I want to go to your church. Um, And so anyway, he wants everything and he wants it often. But he ain't giving you nothing. And he he wants you to take nothing all the time. But you said you can do better. What is it you love about him till his head to his toe? You just got used to him. And he can't even do nothing. His goodies ain't even good. So now your boyfriend hate to say no, but he don't want to give you a reason to say yes. So how can I enhance the experience for myself so I can say yes more? Can bad sex get better over time? How can you enhance the experience for yourself? It's going to have to be with somebody else. Right, right. And then here go the bad news. Can bad sex get better over time? I ain't never seen it. Mm-hmm. No. I ain't never seen it. It's bad sex. It's, it's stay bad sex. <laughs> you just have to reduce and lower your expectation. And how much fun is that going to be?
5: <sighs> you ever <clears> had <throat> something you go,
6: damn, I could have <laughs> had a V8. I would have had this <laughs> one right I rather had a popsicle. Ooh, Lord. And you just wasted fineness.
8: Yeah, she's settling.
6: You just cute and ain't got nothing to go with it. All right, Steve. Good Lord.
8: (laughs) Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, sports talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, here we go. Listen, it's week three coming
1: up, and this is pivotal week three because there's some things that's, that's at play, like the playoffs. All right, you understand oh, right now, is week is these three. the picks? No, not today, huh? No, oh, I'm just okay, going to share some bad. information okay. with you. There oh, okay. are seven teams right now in the league <laughs> undefeated. Uh-huh. 17. Oh, seven? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Two and zero. Oh. You know, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Arizona, Carolina, Tampa Bay, Denver, and Las Vegas, Okay. But there are also seven teams that are 0-2. That's the Jets, Indianapolis, Colts, Jacksonville, New York Giants, Minnesota, Detroit, Atlanta. Now here's the crazy part. 18 teams are one and one. Okay. 18 teams are one and one. Now here's the importance of that. If you're 2-0, you got a 63% chance to make the playoffs.
6: Uh-huh.
1: If you're 0-2, it's 12. 12% to make the playoffs. Wow. If you're one and one, 41%. So pivotal week 3 is why we call this pivotal week 3 is because if you go to 1 and 3 it go from 41% down to 15. Okay, then if you go Whoa. 0 and 3, if you go 0 and 3, it's just a 2% chance which means you can just stop cheering for your damn yeah. team. You just can put your <laughs> That's jersey good
6: information, up. Junior.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't buy no more hot dogs. Quit having people over to yeah. the house. Okay, <laughs> and if you go to two and one, you fifty three percent chance. If you go three and zero, you seventy five percent chance. So let's just say, do we have playoffs or panic? All right, let's go through some teams like Kansas City, Playoff they or going. panic? Playoffs. They going going. Okay, playoffs. All right, Dallas, playoffs, playoffs. Okay, yeah, okay, Tennessee, mm. Mm.
6: playoffs. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm. Uh. Do we start panicking? <laughs> no. Well, if they no. lose, yeah.
1: Okay, <laughs> if they lose. All right, now we got to get some teams to 1-2 and two now. 1-2, 25% chance to make the playoff. Okay, let's look at uh, Atlanta. Anybody?
6: No, they ain't going to make it.
1: Panic. Put the jerseys up. <laughs> a, Dirty birds. Yeah, hey, man, they 0-2. It. <laughs> put yeah, their jerseys they <laughs> put the jerseys
5: you up. Put the jerseys up.
1: You, you go 0-3, but you got to put the jerseys up. Yeah, put the jerseys up. Houston. I'ma say I'm not pulling my jersey out no more. <laughs> you will yeah, right.
6: Monday? Waiting. If y'all don't get Tyrod back, y'all can't. No, y'all I think I see
1: you know, I see what our backup could do and, and they're not activating uh, Deshaun Watson. So we we probably pretty much done. Pittsburgh. Anybody see anything for Pittsburgh?
6: I'm hoping they, like They playing hell, the Bengals they this week too. Play. Ooh, I hate both them teams.
1: <laughs> with everything in me <laughs> yeah it don't matter which one of them you just have them both give anyway a damn
6: which one i them lose. just get a <laughs> severe ass whooping
1: so it's pivotal week three we gonna find out what happened up uh, we're gonna make some picks this week we're gonna see you you're doing good huh you did good this yeah week.
8: man thank you man
1: you did really good Probably all right junior
8: thank three. you As usual, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening
7: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
15: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: All right, so did you guys hear about a woman who is an anti-vaccine activist? She's an anti-vaxxer who wanted to teach, who wanted to catch COVID and prove that it's nothing more than getting food poisoning, all right? Her name is Lori Loomer, yeah. She caught COVID, she got her wish, she caught COVID and said the virus has hit her like a bus. She has oh. fever, chills, nausea, uh, severe body aches, et cetera. And she asked her followers, Steve, to pray for her. Oh, you want oh. prayer pray now. Oh. Looking for the Lord. Right. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is that crazy? You wanted to catch COVID.
6: Her name is Lori what?
8: Lori Loomer.
6: L L. Now she will prayer. hmm
8: Mm-hmm.
6: Well, I hope she come out of it.
8: Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and
6: I better ask you the vaccine after this.
8: Mm-hmm. And yeah. tell everyone she knows to get
6: one. I I know a person who was anti-vaccine. Mm-hmm. Got it. And got in major trouble. I mean, went to the hospital. And it ain't who you think I'm talking about. This is somebody else.
15: Okay. really.
6: But he was, man, I'm not gonna do that, man, the way they do black people. His ass was in the hospital for a week. Mm. and now his ass is out. He the big, he the back. He, he I, th- I think he's actually giving the vaccines himself
7: now. <laughs> oh, oh. He changed he his, his tune, I think a he done went and
6: got a turnaround. nursing he degree.
8: <laughs> oh. he got a nurse he's Dr. Fauci. Really <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow.
6: Now wow. she want people to pray for her.
8: Yeah,
6: yeah. And I hope she pull out of it. But then I hope she tells the truth. Mm-hmm. that it ain't just a flu. A oh,
8: food poisoning. She or said. food poisoning. Yes. Man, this yeah. thing
6: is killing people.
8: Yes. yes. What, what about that? Don't you get?
6: I don't get this anti. I do not understand. I'm tired of playing around with it. Stop if you hear me. And you in an organization that don't agree with the vaccine, stop texting me about it. Oh.
8: I just had a conversation yesterday. Oh
6: no, no, no. I I get it all the time. Yeah.
7: Really? It's like I don't want to debate uh, brother, about this with you. Brother, it's brother, it's you draining, need
6: to stop promoting it? the vaccine yeah. to our people. Well, no. No. That's not the side of this coin I'm on. I'm you not on the fence lives. about the vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to save lives, man. Yes. And your life could be one of them. This ain't Spot nothing to play to with, with, y'all. Thursday.
4: Vaccinated no. against non-vaccinated. That's what it's going to be. Despite you know, here,
6: here's, 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 here's,
4: yep, here's the
6: stupidity of it. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say there's not enough science behind the vaccine. Okay. How much science do you need to be non-vaccinated, though? I can tell you that hundreds of thousands of people have died
7: are dying mm-hmm.
8: daily. Thousands of people
6: I, are dying. That's a, what, what's, what's the total death so far in COVID? Somebody oh, give me that number right quick. Because oh, it's a huge number. Yeah. Now, that's a fact, folks.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Now, what's... that? The science behind that is COVID has killed, and they're going to come up with this number in a minute, X amount of people. That's a fact. So now, that's the science behind... Covid as a killer. Mm-hmm. How much science you need behind the vaccine? Cause so far, ain't nobody died from the vaccine.
4: Once I see dead, hey, I need. The I'm, I'm, I'm not understanding
8: this. And then they're saying people, Carla, people on your, you got it.
1: Over 671,000 people have died from COVID. Uh, in the
6: United States.
1: To, in the United States, mm-hmm. not worldwide. <laughs>
6: worldwide. In the United
1: yeah. States.
7: Yes. Yeah. And, 41 and are... million
1: cases. Uh, mm-hmm. 994,000 cases in the last week.
8: Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. And, and that should be a case for you to get vaccinated, um, reason enough. All right, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up 20 minutes after, right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What is going on? This
8: story upsets me. Uh, The White House is very upset about the Border Patrol in Del Rio, Texas. They're attempting to push back the Haitian migrants uh, that want to cross into the U.S., we all saw, Steve, you saw it, these horrific pictures of white border agents using horse reins. It's the appearance of these agents that are using whips to keep them at bay. And, and now, finally, the White House says uh, they're looking into these tactics because it is bad. It is not a good look.
6: Because it just brings back the image of an overseer.
5: Yes. Right. You know, yes. the master
6: on a horseback with a whip. Yeah. Look, what's the inhumane treatment for? You know, you don't have to treat these people inhumanely. You understand what they're doing. They're trying to seek freedom. There Ain't no drugs in them little blue plastic bags. It's water and food. They're trying to get to what they think is the greatest country in the world. They're trying to make it to the place with the Statue of Liberty. What they don't know is that this country is not what the Constitution says it is, and it does not apply to people of color. That's a fact. Mm. And this overseer whipping these Haitians with horse reins and running them down, treating them inhumanely, is not necessary. You can, you can guard the border without being inhumane because you know what they're coming for. Everybody ain't crimes and drugs, and you know it.
8: All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for
8: Ask the CLO. That is the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey. Here we go. This one is from Mika in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Mika writes, I'm a 47-year-old single woman and I'm in a relationship with a 45-year-old married woman. My girlfriend is a national director of a nonprofit organization or agency, so that's why she wants to keep me a secret. Her husband knows we've been best friends 10 years, so he never questions our sleepovers or vacations together. She tells me they're not intimate anymore, but I think she's lying. I want to know the truth. What if I told her husband that I'm in love with her? Do you think he'll be forthcoming with information? Let's see?
6: What? Oh. Uh. Okay, let me say this to you. Y'all been friends for 10 years. 10 years, yeah. She gonna keep you a secret because she probably ain't ready to come out. Mm-hmm. Right. The second thing is, this, I, I don't know if this rule's apply to women, but let me tell you the rule of manhood. Men very rarely do promotions. You don't get to go from number two to number one I, I, I very rarely see that not for extended periods of time mm-hmm. no and if you go in there and you tell this woman's husband that you are in love with her and your girl she done told you not to do that mm-hmm. and you go in there and do it and cause their relationship to break up yours is right after that mm-hmm. That's normally the way it works. Now, I don't know the woman code or the woman rule on this one at all. I really don't. And I'm not going to act like I do. But I'm giving you the male rule. And if I were you, I would think about that. I I can't (laughs) imagine how it's not. But, But women may find out differently. But then, you know, Tommy, women say... If you if my girlfriend knows that my man is cheating on me, I would want her to tell me. A lot of women say that. Some so them, now, yeah. if yeah. this
1: That's different though. That's I, different.
6: I would hope so.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: I would hope so. Especially when yeah. you the one cheating.
8: Right.
1: Yeah, I exactly.
6: didn't say go tell my husband I was cheating. Yeah, I said come so tell me if my husband was cheating. And you'd have bought your janky tail in here with this his story. Yeah. Like it's finna be, you know, uh, 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 popsicles and ice cream. Just a
8: selfish mess. Mm-hmm. Alright, we're crazy. moving on. Coming up, it is our last break of the day and at 49 minutes after, get ready for some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after
0: this.
7: You're listening to to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
8: Alright, guys, here we are. Our last break of the day on this hump day. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what? Yes. <West>. <gasps> mm-hmm. All right, Steve, it's on you. Closing remarks.
6: You know something? I think um what this country seems to have the inability to do is empathize sympathize relate to understand or let's just be real it seems like even care and we're talking about some very simple things that needs to be done for this thing to get right i hate to say this uh i see the tide turning, but it's not turning quick enough. And if voting rights, racism, equality were happening to everybody the same way it's happening to people of color, I promise you it would have been and turned around. But because it keeps happening to the minority, it's not a problem or an issue you know I don't I don't know where your hatred for us has come from as a country or oh, you don't want to think it that and you try not to label it racism but there's nothing else we can call it. you go out of your way to try to control us to belittle us, and to keep us in check. You do everything in your power, but you don't want us to think that's racism. What do you want us to think it is? And if all we're wanting is one simple thing, and that's to be treated equal, not better or superior, just equal. And you're not willing to that, and you're not willing to do that, what does that say about you as a country? It don't say the right thing to me. You know, I have a bunch of, uh, I have a group of African young people that I mentor. And all of their goal is to come to the United States. I mean, all of them. They just want to come to the United States. I want to go to New York, Mr. Harvey. I want to go to Los Angeles, Mr. Harvey. I want to fulfill my dreams. I want to do that. I want to do that. I said, it's great. That's great. I understand that. I said, but listen to me. When you get there, I'm going to be honest with you. It ain't what you think it is. I say, because you keep looking at the upside without looking at the other side. Because the other side is what we get to see every day. Oh, is there an upside? Of course it is. But that other side is bigger than the upside. And it keeps rearing its head more and more every day. I mean, these people are becoming more bold and more bolder and bolder and embracing every single day with these acts of racism, these Karens that come out to the woodwork, these police officers. Police brutality won't stop, ain't going to stop, ain't going away. We getting convicted time with not enough time. You, you can kill us and the penalty ain't the same as if we kill you. I mean, killing is killing, ain't it? Or is it? Or is killing us different? We tired. We sick and tired. Stop asking us to be patient. Stop telling us you working on it. We are tired of you working on it. We want it now. We wanted it yesterday. We wanted it 400 years ago. But see, the problem seems to me is you can't get slavery out your system. And so now instead of getting it out your system, you're trying to remove it from your history books. That way you're trying to act like this new generation don't need to know what you did because you know what you did wasn't right. So now you're trying to find a way to do that. And now you're affecting our voting rights. Excuse me, vote, vote, vote. But then when we vote, you don't like the results of the election. So now you're going to stop us from voting. What you doing, man? What is this country really about? Are you serious? Have you read the constitution that your forefathers wrote? Have you bothered to sit down and read the words out loud? Because we have. And that's why we don't care about standing and that's why we care about kneeling because we're trying to get you to understand that we want that piece of paper to mean for us the same thing it mean for you, but you won't allow that to happen because you didn't mean it in the first place. You keep telling me how great your forefathers were, but I don't see it. Your forefathers brought us over here. And they ain't never said I'm sorry for that. And then you bring up these these, 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 these people like Larry Elder who do your bidding and sit up here and slay that reparations should be given to white folks because white folks lost their property, which was slavery. And we supposed to understand because slavery was legal. You got him saying that for you, this fool, which further makes you all A-OK. And then you keep using the old andage that slavery existed because there were Africans that sold people into slavery. Here's what you don't know that I know from being spending a lot of time in Africa. When African nations captured Af- African nations during war and they made each other slaves, you became a slave to the new country, which allowed you to work your way into becoming a citizen. And if you didn't want to be a part of it, then you were in prison. That's what slavery was. So when you came over here and told them that you wanted slaves in exchange for this, they had no idea what you were doing because nobody made the return voyage back to explain to them what was really going on. Uh-oh, you didn't think we know that? But then I think you do know we know that because you're trying to get it out the book so we can never read it. We sick of this Take your Constitution, because it ain't really worth a damn to us. Thank you. Those are my closing remarks.
8: For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit
2: SteveHarveyFM.com.
7: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.